Some men do say King Arthur is not dead, but by the will of our Lord Jesus sleeps, yet to awake, deathless, and reassure us, and therefore is it, that grave where he is laid, this legend hath, that still his kingdom keeps. Gather round all you hums of Camelot, cuz It's your boys in the back to rock the spot The podcast about Merlin season three And on the mics tonight, yo, Chris and Jeremy And they're here to break down every episode So leave those five stars and click that download Enjoy the show, whether you're chilling or working So let's jump into season three of Merlin, cuz Still his kingdom keeps Still his kingdom keeps Still his kingdom keeps Excalibur in the streets and magic in the sheets, huh? I'm Jeremy Greer. I've been missing for a year and I'm Chris Mosier. And this is a creepy but necessary podcast. Oh, God damn it, Chris. You mixed me up. This is still His Kingdom Keeps, a creepy but necessary podcast where uh, Chris and a missing <laughs> poster and I... No, wait. No, you fucked me up. I, I'm ruining my own jokes now. God damn it, Chris. We cover the TV uh, show Merlin. Uh, I've been doing it with a missing persons poster is my joke. That was what mm, I was going to say. Been, yes. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I've been gone for a year. I've been gone terms. for a year. Uh, if you're looking at the date of the previous podcast and you're thinking, Chris... That wasn't a year ago. Yeah. Think again. <laughs> we had a good lead time. We recorded a lot of these in advance. So uh, welcome back from for your missing trip. Do you want to tell us where you were? Um, I was being held. I was actually being held captive by um, brigands. Um, I first mistook my, my big mistake, how I got myself into the situation. I mistook them for bandits, but I actually turned out that they were brigands. Uh, and that's how they yeah. got the drop easy, on me. Easy and, mistake. Um, easy mistake. A, a year later, here I am. And I um, am just the same as, as always. I'm normal. I'm nice. I'm not a hater, if that's what you were going to say. Not a hater. You were yeah. thinking, you seem like sort of a hater now. No, 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 no. Those brigands were haters, but let, not. Let me give you not Let me, me give you a thing, and you can tell me if uh, you hate it or not. Okay, yeah. Patreon.com slash monster of the week. No, I would never hate such a thing. Okay, excellent. Not, you're not a hater, absolutely. No. Nor are any of the people that donate money every month. They get cool no, stuff. No, absolutely in not. I mean, maybe like one. Like maybe oh. one, like maybe patches. patches. Other than that, <laughs> you're just <laughs> mad at him <laughs> because he called us out on Twitter today. That's that's your only problem. <clears throat> oh, I didn't even see it. <laughs> yeah, he said that we went through a whole dragon episode and never mentioned Skyrim. Uh, and yeah, we did because I don't, never played Skyrim, so I don't give a shit wow. about it. Wow! Wow! Anyway, anyway uh, uh, we're back up? with the beginning of season three. We have new music. Yeah. You don't know yeah, that. I haven't heard it yet. No, because I, <laughs> because I literally just but yesterday. I will. I, By the time that you're hearing this episode, I will have heard the song. It's true. Uh, I asked Jake yesterday to do some more remixes for us because uh, I put a call out on Twitter thinking, like, get some different blood in there, you know, get to get a different perspective. Yeah, yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. nobody responded. And I'm like, okay. Same blood. Same, Same blood. blood. Yeah. Blood, Jake's blood is good. We love it. Uh, yeah. it's, he's fantastic at doing everything. Mm-hmm. I haven't good heard blood. anything he did for season three yet, but I'm sure it's fucking rocks. So enjoy yeah. that remix sure of Berlin. Good blood, yeah. For sure. Uh, Chris, catch us up. What's been happening in Merlin? Um, last time on Merlin, the cryptic crisis in Camelot continued to confound. I'm not going to do that the whole time. The web of magic and deceit grew ever more complex last season as kings and sorceresses and druids all sought to bring an end to King Uther. Arthur and Gwen found an impossible love. Morgana found strength and resolve in more ghosts. And Merlin, despite all his best efforts and many allies, nearly brought Camelot to ruin when he released the dragon. But with the threat of the dragon gone, what is next? 
for the fabled kingdom. Ooh. We're covering mm. today, Season 3, Episode 1, The Tears of Uther Pendragon, Part 1. Merlin and Arthur have been on many quests in search of the missing Lady Morgana. The despondent prince is all but ready to give up, but as they recover from their latest skirmish, a bruised, bloodied figure emerges from the mist. It is the Lady Morgana. She was oh. neither bruised nor bloodied. <laughs> yeah, neither was he willing to give up, so this is all. Uh, King Uther is overjoyed, but then starts to lose his mind. Merlin thinks that magic is the cause. No, he doesn't. Could this be the no, work of his ward? Uh, yeah, it they tell you very specifically um yeah. this aired on september 11th 2010 um directed by goblins no i'm sorry <laughs> shit <laughs> i accidentally copied and pasted too much so it says like next episode goblins gold and i was like oh this is directed by goblins gold oh cool cool cool, cool. directed by jeremy webb and written by julian jones uh and goblins gold is like a good mc name yeah yeah absolutely I'm a goblin gold, and I'm here to get yeah. all your gold. Gobble, 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 yeah. gobble, 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 gold, 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 gold. Goblin gold is yeah. a hater, though. Yeah, yeah, he absolutely, is a hater. absolute hater. Yeah, him and Cardi B are mixing it up right now, so I don't really want to get big time hater. Big beef, big beef <laughs> with Cardi B. So, um, yeah, we start out. Uh, Erlen and Ar- Erlen? That's a new one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Arthur and Merlin are riding through a battlefield, which makes me think that everybody from Camelot is a is a is a soldier in this army because like there's just yes. so many bodies. There's so many bodies. Camelot feels so small. But sometimes they, they do their best to make it big. And you know what? I feel like this is the first taste we're going to get of, of an increase in the budget. Not like season four, and I assume five. But, um, you know, we're getting some wide shots of fields. Like, they're doing some some set dressing out here. Mm-hmm. We got bodies everywhere. There's, you know, smoke billing into the sky. They're, they're increasing the budget just a little bit. If only because there's just more guys on screen. Yeah, as if only for that. Uh, they're checking for survivors, and Arthur realizes that this uh, the party that attacked this patrol was going north, so he wants to pursue their attackers. And uh, this was my first n- notice of kind of an increased budget. The shot of Uther... It's a very dramatic shot of Uther staring out a window moodily, uh, and as you know, Gaius approaches from the foreground towards him, uh, just looks really, really good for being, you know, yeah, it does. Gaius and Uther, who are not, uh-huh. uh, you know, the, usually the most dramatically filmed characters in the story. Um, Gaius has some concerns because he is because Uther has been obviously put a lot of men in the field trying to find the Lady Morgana, and you know, it's costing lives. It's actually costing. There's a. There's yeah. a. There's a actual cost to this and uther refuses to give up he's not going to and stop guys until- is like can i talk to you as a friend and nope. uther says i have no time for friends, <laughs> no time for friends. Really, funny. <laughs> really funny line absolutely so he's like well i'm gonna talk to you like a physician then and he's like ah, i don't really have time for physicians yeah. either like, can you talk to me like so you were diagnosing uther <laughs> this isn't helpful at all right now <laughs> Can you talk to me like you were quiet? <laughs> I would like to, I'd like you to talk to me like you have never learned to speak, please. Just <laughs> guys is just glaring at him uh, silently. That eye, one eyebrow racing to the sun. Um, <laughs> Uther's like, okay, it's worse. Just say whatever you have to say. <laughs> yeah, this is, the face is much worse, guys. Please make this go away. Um, we cut back to Merlin and Arthur in the woods. Uh, Merlin's just complaining about being on a horse all day. They just like have to remind us, like, hey, remember, we got our lads here. And they love to bust each other's chops. So there's a lot of that. The trading insults back and forth. Dollop um, head. Dollop head. You know, just we'll stop the break in the action just for them to insult each other. Arthur says, they, uh, tell me what a dollop head is in two words. And Merlin replies, Prince Arthur. <laughs> Got him. Fucking good, roasted, good, man. Merlin's a hater, dude. He's so a hater. I. Absolute um, hater right now. So they get they find a, a an abandoned camp 
in the woods and they go out to investigate. It's, you know, Arthur Merlin and all of his men with him. And uh, then suddenly I didn't notice this beforehand, but it looked like a fog suddenly rolled in. And then out of that fog, uh, they are attacked. I don't know if the fog was already there before, but in my head, it was magic fog. Hmm. I'll, look, I don't care if it was magic fog or not. I, if you tell me yeah. it was magic fog, I'll believe you. I, I feel like that it was elevates. Magic fog. Is the is the fog in Silent Hill magic fog, or is that just PS2 fog? And everybody, I think sees... it's. Oh uh, well, it was it was PS2 fog, mm-hmm. and then I think it's I think it's depression fog. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot. They, they thought, I forgot it was a metaphor. <laughs> it's a metaphor, but originally it was just PS PS1 fog, okay, and yeah. then on PS2 they go, "We're still going to do the fog, guys," but this time it's it's sadness yeah. fog. Um, Anyway, there's a big battle. There's it's a big brigand battle. Yeah, they thought they were bandits, but they were actually brigands, and that was the that was the situation. And um, obviously, would... Merlin gets like a couple bodies <laughs> in this one. Chris, he's always is... using his tricksy tricks to 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 score some kills. I would love to know the guy or the lad or the girl or the or the or the or the NB that is writing the ways that Merlin can kill people via magic because like it's never fireball. It's never. Um, ice in your heart. It's it's never you know telekinetic something. Today it's a guy whips a sword out of Merlin's hand and then he holds the sword in both hands above his head as if he's going for a giant chop. And Merlin at the very last minute magnetizes the sword so yeah. that pots and pans zoom to it Dude, and it and it crazy. makes the sword so heavy that the guy falls over backwards. <laughs> What are, dies. Do- <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> so it's so weird. Tricks, dude. It's like pranks. He can't get rid of his prankster spirit. There's like, you know, one guy, he, he ties his shoelaces together and the dude trips forward and breaks his neck or whatever because they always end up dead. He throws a spear through a guy. I mean, that was to save Arthur's life, but he throws a spear through a guy. He um, chops a tree down on a man. It's he do- He loves to drop a branch on a man. This time it was a whole tree. Um, but yeah, he scores a couple kills. Again, Arthur gives him a hard time about being scared and hiding behind a tree. But just as the dust of this fight begins to settle, obviously Camelot came out victorious. As the dust begins to settle, we see a lone figure walk out of the fog. And sure enough, it's Morgana, neither bloodied nor bruised. She looks a little frazzled, I guess. Is that yeah. as far as I would go? She's frazzled. got she's got streaks um, of mud on her face. Her hair is kind of a, l- a little frazzled. Like her clothes are kind yeah. of torn. She's obviously this very is just confused. me in the morning. You know what I mean? A little mud on my face. My oh, hair yeah. is a mess. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. This is this is just me. Yeah, I mean, ever since you started sleeping in that mud pit, like it's been it's been a little weird. Ever, I mean, to be fair. <laughs> The mud pit was a decision, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It was a life yeah, choice. Yeah, of course. Um, we go, we, we see the intro, and then we jump over to Morgana and Camelot. Uh, she's being looked after by Gaius, who, guess what? What does he recommend? Morgana, go to sleep. To yeah, go right to bed. <laughs> I need you right back in this bed where I told you you belong. Um, Gwen offers to stay with her. Gaius tells uh, Uther out in the hallway, like, homie, you can't go see her. She, she's resting. got to go see her in the morning. Um, and... When we get back to the lab, Merlin is kind of nervously waiting for Gaius to show up because, of course, the last interaction Gaius had with Morgana was when he poisoned her to try to save Camelot. Um, yeah. And he's concerned that, everybody, <laughs> no. that she's going to tell everybody that. <laughs> yeah. She's a snitch. She could be a snitch. She could be a snitch. Um, Worse than a hater. He, yeah, dude. He's like, he's got the hater sweats right now. Like when you've been, when you, when you're, I mean, believe me, as a hater, I know when you're talking that shit and then suddenly you got to walk the walk. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Suddenly you get the hater sweats. Uh-huh. You go, well, hold on. Hold on. You've been talking a lot of shit about Megan Thee Stallion, but you did not expect her to DM yeah. you on Instagram. That's right. That's right. Now I got Megan in my DMs. I'm like, Meg, 
Mega, take it back. Mega, I love you. I love your Tiny Desk concert. I was just trying to gain some popularity by insulting you. Meg, I think it's weird that you like Black Clover, but that's cool. Do your thing. Do, Do your thing, thing Black. Um, you seem like you have a weird, a good vibe about you. I'm sorry, Meg. Uh, weird taste in anime, but you're cool. I'm sorry. Um, anyway, Uther, <laughs> is he here? No. All right. Jesus more, Christ. More, okay. All right. Merlin's stewing in his haterade because he, again, mm-hmm. tried to assassinate Morgana for the good of the kingdoms. And guys, is like, you know what? Just sleep on it. We'll it'll be fine. It. We'll see it'll, how it goes. It'll be fine. Uh, Merlin kind of wonders, like, I wonder what Uther would do if he found out that I had magic, though. Uh, and and guys, is like, it'll be fine. It's all good. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. You'll be executed, um, but it will be fine. Uh, the next and day, then that morning, he's, yeah. he's he's awoken and told that his his presence is requested in Morgana's chambers by like, Arthur. Nah! Uh, and he he goes up there where he kind of overhears Morgana telling Arthur about her her journey, and she. Sounds like a very trying experience where she was uh, concerned for her life. Uh, they stumbled upon the patrol from Camelot, and she thought that she was saved, but instead the, the group holding her, the brigands that were holding her, killed all of them. Um, and when she saw that they, when they were distracted, when they were celebrating, she, she ran away, and that's when she saw Arthur, and she knew that she was saved. And she's, throughout all of this, she's just, like, played it up to the nth degree, right? She's having yeah. a, a really good Meanwhile, time Meanwhile, as, as Merlin walks up the stairs, he's kind of, like, having, like, an argument in his head where he comes out on top. He's like, no, you have magic. No, you're stupid. You're the dumb. You're dumb. <laughs> this is what Autumn and I refer to as flat ironing your hair about something, where you're just making up an argument to have with somebody. You're just ha- yeah. you're just having a whole conversation in your head about trying to own somebody later. Well, if I tried to poison you, then how come you're still alive? You're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Merlin. These aren't good. If I had I'm not saying it with a lot of confidence. If I had magic, why would I? Argument. Why would I be wearing these clothes? <laughs> and he keeps like kind of like like fist pumping to himself uh and then he walks in no he looks stricken he looks he like a hater who just got caught he just looks like meg just came into his dms you know what i mean also I, um, we, I wanted to mention this at the beginning but i forgot so let's just get it out of the way here now he's got a haircut merlin has a little bit of a, a haircut he's 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 changed uh hairstylist gaius is no longer doing his hair gwen started doing his mm-hmm. hair so it no longer looks quite as bad it still looks very uh it's page. still in character like she yeah. did it so that he could like he could like push it up you yeah. know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. in a more like popular modern style. She did it so they could uh, the go to... The second that he got home, though, one bath, it was gone. <laughs> and well, he's never pushed it up again. Well, she did it so that he could, he could, you know, he could push it down by day, have the, you know, the bowl cut by day, but then he yeah, could yeah, spike yeah. it up for emo night. You know what I'm saying? For oh, the, yeah, for the yeah, weekly yeah. emo night. In, Merlin at, goes at the to tavern. emo night, definitely. Yeah. I can't wait till we get to the tavern era of Merlin. It's going to be a lot of fun when yeah. we introduce the that's tavern. That's where they hold emo night. That's where they go to emo <laughs> night. Um, so... Merlin overhears all of this stuff, uh, and then um, as they as Morgana and Arthur hug one another, Morgana sees Merlin, and they kind of pull back from one another. Arthur leaves, and Merlin goes to follow, but she stops him and says, Hey, uh, I know what you did. You tried to poison me, but don't worry. I understand what you did. You were just trying to protect your friends. Um, and I think that's probably your first clue. Like, if you didn't, if you didn't get the overall like impression that she was maybe faking this like the way she says you were trying to protect your friends um i think that's probably your first clue uh, but she continues to say i was so naive i didn't know what i was doing i was gone off the lean i was doing evil things yep. and yep. i now i understand because i've been in the world i've seen true evil and i know what uther is fighting against and she tells him she regrets everything and she wants merlin's forgiveness and of course merlin is like kind of shocked by this uh but doesn't question it at all and instead is like oh my god i'm so happy you said that i was really 
really worried that this was going to be a yeah. problem. But yeah. you seem totally cool with me trying to kill you. That's great. I was so I was totally worried that you were going to be mad that I tried to murder you. This is really great. I just <laughs> wish again, as I lament every other episode, Merlin would explain himself a little bit. Just a and, little um, bit. Yeah, absolutely. But that's just not his style. He's he's not he's not good at explaining himself or talking to girls. So, um, but where Merlin is a hater with like a lowercase h, like he's not like. Um, you know, I don't like to say, like, I'm a podcaster. I'm not a gamer. Mm-hmm. I'm a person who does a podcast. I am a person who plays video games. Um, whereas Merlin is a person who hates, right? It's just a thing that he does. But Morgana, on the other hand, she's a hater with a capital H. She puts that up in her in her Twitter bio right up front. She is a hater. And the fact that she's not hating, that's when you need to fear a hater the most. Because something's brewing. Something's brewing. Mm-hmm. It's, um... It's, Which it's, is also Joker wisdom, in case you know. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. Something's brewing. Is the, it's AKA yeah. Joker motivational quotes. Um, they share a smile together, um, and then Merlin goes to clean Arthur's floors. Uh, this whole scene is very funny. Arthur walks in, and Merlin's like happy. He's like smiling. He's like this, this, you know, the sun is shining, and I finished all my chores. And uh, Arthur walks over, takes off his shirt, and then they get into an argument about how is to it scrub in his a contract floor. That he has to be shirtless every episode. I, dude, if I was, if I was that dude. Yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, no, I mean for sure. Yeah, for yeah. sure. If I was cut, I, yeah. my shirt would never be on. But. If I was, if I was cut, if I was ripped, if I was tore up, I, I would never I wear a shirt. <laughs> if I was oh, tell me about it, dude. If I had them abs, what's what are you talking about? We, we got to take a muscle minute here and mm-hmm. just discuss. Uh, you can see he's bulking up a little bit. He's getting strong. Yeah. You know. Uh, <laughs> anyway, he takes off his shirt and goes to I don't know walk over the place that Merlin just mopped. Uh, Merlin starts insulting him about how he's never mopped anything in his life, and you know where this is going. He's gonna mop Merlin's face with uh, with mop water. Just guys being dudes. Just, just guys being dudes. Just just, just, just dudes imba- being guys. Yeah. I um boy, this scene doesn't make you think anything else about these two men, does it? Dude, like <laughs> the first thing you do when you get in the room with your bro, take your shirt off. That's take your shirt one. off. Step two. Yeah, yeah. Get it. Douse them in water. Get them all wet. Get them wet. Get them wet. Absolutely. Step uh, three, tell him to strip. Yeah, yeah. Tell him, tell him, run him self-esteem down a little bit. Get him feeling bad for himself. Yep. Yep. <laughs> no, but leave the scarf on. Uh, we cut directly from Merlin having a bucket dumped on his head to uh, Sir Leon, who is giving reports to Uther uh, when a fresh-to-death Morgana... Dude, Morgana's serving looks throughout the rest of this episode. Sure, like, it is sure, fucking sure. crazy. She has multiple cloaks that I would just be like, yes, please. Like, whoever is yeah. d- in charge of Morgana's outfits, or who... Really, everybody's, because everybody's looking good, but Morgana just looks especially well, it's great. everybody everybody else wears the same thing every single season. Pretty much, <laughs> the yeah. She's the only one that changes her I mean, more ghosts sometimes gets to wear a gown and then sometimes she wears like cool chainmail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but everybody else is just one outfit: Arthur with or without armor, and then that's it. Uh, so she arrives in the throne room. Uh, her and, and Uther see one another. They begin to run towards each other, and it's a very tearful reunion as they embrace, and both of them cry. Uh, and Morgana, I don't like it, dude. I don't Mor- like it one bit. Morgana once again uh, plays the subservient here and tells Uther that she defied him, that she you know was rude to him. Um, she. She says it wasn't the lean's fault. It was it was me lying yeah, relying on the lean. It wasn't yeah. just the lean talking. Yeah, I've come to realize this now. Um, but from now on, she will show him the love and respect he deserves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we kind of feel like maybe this is this is good. Like Uther is obviously feeling great about this. Uh, but as she turns to leaves, 
the excuse me as she turns to leave she doesn't actually turn into a pile of leaves that would be something totally different um she turns to leave and as she faces the camera she gives a little like an evil smile so uh uh-oh yeah dude she she's that evil smile like god forbid anybody walk in and see that evil smile because she's delivering an evil smile Did she certainly. at this point throughout um, the rest of the episode she just waits till somebody like walks five feet away and she's like hey, 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 yeah. got him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> um and and if if uther kept up with his joker wisdom on facebook he would know that sometimes when you cross somebody someone get rude and someone get quiet and right now mm-hmm. morgana's in her someone get quiet someone face. get quiet that's true uh we go to nightfall uh, where it's yet another full moon it's always a full moon and in Camelot. she goes let me put on the most ostentatious purple i need cloak to, that I need I to own. sneak out of this castle so i'm going to wear a mm. bright purple cloak uh and just fucking baller outfit and all together glimmers in the moonlight they actually do this thing well okay she looks very cool especially when it's draped over the back of the horse that's extra cool mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. but they they are doing this thing in this scene and I, they do it a lot in merlin where you can tell they filmed it during the day and then they just put like the nighttime filter over it. Um, so it doesn't look like it's ever actually night. Like there's just straight up like sunlight coming in, but it's dark. Um, but I weirdly really like that because it makes, it gives Merlin this like strange fantasy feel. And, and I think it sometimes works in other shows as well. But um, I just, I just really like it, even though I know the trick. It's somehow like it works for me. It's good. It works really nice. And um, she goes into the, to the forest uh, she finds a cave. It's guarded by men. There's torches. Um, she she enters the cave, and here is Morgos, and we uh, or Morgos, Morgos. We learn that all of this all of this was a plan. Uh, when she hugged Uther as he was crying, she obtained his tears uh, mm-hmm. on a cloth, which uh, Morgos uses to toss into a cauldron filled with for all of the world just delicious looking brownie mix. Just yeah, so, yeah, like yeah. I want to, I want to bake. Put these babies, put this stuff in a pan and bake it up, baby. Like this stuff looks good. Yeah, it looks um, good. Whatever it is, uh, and she goes full, you know double double toil and trouble with the mm-hmm. fucking cauldron here with the same old like chanting in latin like lava flabo huba waba <laughs> uther pendragon naba deepa it's uh, uh, that's a cross between simlish and jabba uh, the yeah Hutt, yeah i know i got speaking. it i got it immediately i knew exactly what you're doing right there don't worry <laughs> <laughs> um they also they toss in some mandrake root and it looks all gross and she picks it up and it's all dripping and gross and she hands that one to of the Morgana. gnarliest like things you could put in a man's bedroom yeah and <laughs> it's, it's this dripping tar covered mandrake root and we just immediately cut to to from her handing it to Morgana to it hanging underneath the bed dude how'd she get it in there Who it's cares? like it's so wet. <laughs> Um, there's a brief conversation between Uther and Gaius about Morgana's father um, because. I think uh, Uther is saying how much she, how much she's inherited her oh, father's she's super like strong and super, she can like, you know, yeah, bounce back from anything. And and Gaius is like she's just like her father. And Uther suddenly goes, hmm, yes, mm. yeah, indeed. Uh, meanwhile, Arthur is practicing combat in the only way that I know how to practice combat, which is to put a blindfold on and to use yeah. your sword to hit two men that are like subservient to you and will definitely not let you yeah. not let you lose. <laughs> this guy. I don't know, but yeah, they—you could tell that they just let him win because one guy's fighting with a flail, 
And it doesn't matter if it's a practice sword, practice flail. It's still it's a piece of metal hits you in the skull, you die. I think I complained about this back in season one. I can't get over how dangerous that fucking thing looks when it swings at little <laughs> Arthur's head. Did you ever try an experience with the flail as a young child, Gris? Is that the... I most certainly must have, <laughs> yeah. but I don't have any. I, you know, you know, I'm a sword. Guy, smashing right? smashing um, skeletons in the backyard, and someone hit you on the back of the head with a flail. Now yeah. that's all you can think yeah. about, dude. In my battles against skeletons, I, there was you know there was some kids who like to play a little rougher than other mm-hmm, kids, mm-hmm. and they didn't know that i'm like no pal we're supposed to fight the skeletons you're not supposed to break my fingers i'm in third grade i'm not a real swordsman would you relax uh arthur you know wins this little practice round comes over to uh first off he walks over to merlin and this is again guys being dudes and he says hey what did you think like he's trying to show off and then when merlin kind of roasted roast him a little bit and it's like oh i've seen better he starts going like oh you're clearly the expert of combat and then he starts like to actively like make fun of him and do like a, a an impersonation we're like oh i'm merlin and i'm holding the sword that kind of thing and at this point it's like it's not even mean it's like you're just spending you're giving so much personal extra special <laughs> attention to merlin and it's all i can think about sirloin is in the corner all, it's all you can talk about sirloin is in the corner like i used to be that guy like why why am i not that guy anymore like i, I miss being that guy i was i was that dude and now it's merlin all the time that doesn't make yeah. any sense to and me plus leon's a little shell shocked he came back from the um from the dragon attack <laughs> all of the other knights presumably scorched alive he's the only one who lived because again we don't know what happened in that and he also third merlin came back alone he also survived all of this like campaign to find margada and solved pr- presumably hundreds of his compatriots die so like he's he's been hollowed out dude, a little bit in, the, in straight more arthur hollow. is still <laughs> arthur is still very lighthearted about everything he's he spends the whole fucking trip like flirting back and forth with Merlin and like talking shit to him or whatever. You know, Leon is in the back there, which each day is dim. His vision dims a little bit more. They're going to go. There's no hope for this world. In season four, they go into Leon's uh, like cabin or whatever. That's outside in the, in the woods next to Camelot where he kind of spends a lot of time. And it just looks like when they find um, that room in seven with all of the journals, where it's yeah. just going to be just a bunch of like tiny hand printed scrawl of like the death of the kingdom is not far away. And I refuse to allow Merlin like it's just going to be like a just a giant demonic sayings all the way down. <laughs> they go out to his cabin and it's just like like a divorced guy's like yeah, he's got, like he's got a race car bed. Like he like he like he when he first got divorced, he like tried to like reclaim some of his individuality, get some of that that boyhood back, and now it's two years later, and there's just beer cans everywhere, mm-hmm, and he go, oh mm-hmm. man, place never really came together, huh, Leon? <laughs> never really got got it there. Um, Merlin gets his own back because he uses a little bit of his magic uh, to throw Arthur's sword out of his hand. So oh, that yeah, we're still here. <laughs> Arthur, yeah, yeah, we did it. We camped for a while. I went on a journey to Leon's cabin <laughs> in my mind. So. Uh, and then. Arthur gets like hit in the stomach by this mace and then go t- takes a knee uh, and uh, just c- lands in some conveniently placed mud. Like it's a whole fucking yeah. slapstick routine. It's very hilarious. Yeah. Um, and then it's time for a feast. They're celebrating Morgana's return. Uther is giving a toast saying that Morgana means more to him than she will ever know. She's acting completely touched and he's got tears in her eyes. Uh, Uther is crying. He's also seems to be a bit drunk. He's a little wobbly on his feet. So he goes outside and he, he starts to hear something. Is that is that Arthur or is that Morgana? Uh, but no, it's something in the well. And as he heads into it, he 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 looks down and a hand reaches out and grabs him. And there's a what is very obviously a dead woman just begging him, please, please, please. And then he pretty spooky. He starts screaming, terrified. Yeah. Man's literally sobbing. 
He's um I mean he's been sobbing since dinner, so that's no nothing new. But um yeah, this is a uh, this is pretty this is pretty wild. Um totally different like vibe for Merlot, I feel like. We mm-hmm. don't do like spooky ghosts in a well. Like it's the, it's the ring. It's serious it's, it's, it's literally the ring. Yeah, and I, and I and I dig it. Like they 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 don't camp out on this for very long. Like they don't do the stop start animation of him them running around they or anything they, they definitely could have they could have gone like full ring but instead it's just this like one image of her holding on to him um and and begging him um and we only see her and then later other things mm-hmm. from like his point of view like when yes. the camera cuts back there's no like other shot of the ghosts climbing out or standing around him or anything like that we just see him collapse uh into the onto the stones like screaming out and then his guards come and find him and this is a very unusual way for them to find uther Yes, um, just rolling around in his own piss. Just, oh no! This is yeah. usually yeah. absolutely just like ro- just soaked, well, like soaked one, the whites. One point one seconds mm-hmm. into the spooky encounter, that bladder was opened, opened up. up, opened up like Niagara, dude. He'd be drinking, you know. What oh I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the 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 geysers were were gushing. So they they clean him up. They put him to bed. Everybody is in the room with him. All of our cast. Uh, one by one. Holding their noses, trying to pretend like they don't smell the piss. One and by... that's why they don't smell the big goopy effigy that's been tied to the bottom of the bed. Uh, everybody leaves except for Morgana, um, who is pretending to, you know, she's got Uther's hand in hers and pressed to her face. And as soon as everybody leaves, she just like drops his hand on him and, and leaves. Um Outside, Arthur is demanding to know what is happening from Gaius, uh, who at first is like, oh, it's nothing. It's no big deal. And eventually he says that when I found him, he was, you know, he was chanting your mother's name, and which is very, very weird. Um, and of course, this this wigs Arthur out a little bit. He's never seen mm-hmm. his father this this week. We're going to that's going to play into he the back half of this bring episode. Up his mother, yeah, so that's weird. Uh, we, ju- we jump back over to the cave where Morgana and Margos are making another, uh, uh, what is this cut? What is it? It's a something root. What is it? A milkwood? Root? Uh, mandrake. mandrake. Mandrake root. Um, they, uh, they make another one, uh, and they are talking about convincing a different leader, Sinred, to invade Camelot while, uh, um, Uther is weak. Uh, really surprised by Senred's whole vibe. We're not going to meet him yet, but um, he's definitely he's <laughs> compared to Uther, who's like an aging, stern war criminal, and then Senred's supposed to be like a hot guy who's in a goth band. Yep, pretty much. Um, <laughs> Very interesting vibes. Morgana sneaks back into the castle in a bright red cloak, uh, where she is almost immediately Dude, found. We're black. <laughs> found by a knight uh, patrolling the the castle, uh, who is like, "Oh, hey." You're you're just dripping goop out of your cloak. Like she's like, no, yeah. I'm not. Absolutely, um, uh, Lady Morgana, you're looking a little goopy. <laughs> she's like, absolutely not. That is not goop. You don't see anything. Um, you don't see any goop, sir. He pushes the issue, and she brings out a knife, and then fucking shivs him and shoves him off the fucking parapet to the ground below. Uh, My lady, with all due respect, I know goop when I see it. Wait, 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 wait. Whoa, 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 hold up. <laughs> this is polite <laughs> conversation, my lady. Um, this is, the, I think, like the first time. We've obviously seen Borgana do some evil stuff. I think this is the first time that she, like, just intentionally takes a life uh, that she didn't necessarily have to. Like this is sure she kills a cop. She kills a cop. Well, when you put it that way, Chris. Uh, <laughs> no, it, but uh, she sticks him with the knife, pushes him over the edge. Mm-hmm. She will not have her goop challenged. Um, like, dude, 
Don't ask a lady about her goop. That's all Don't, I'm saying. You shouldn't. Um, you absolutely shouldn't. Uh, I feel like I'm getting a little tangled up here. She straight up kills a guy. Yep. And then uh, she goes to her room. Gwen shows up only to get shooed away. That's all she gets to do with this episode is be shooed away. Um, and then we go to see Senred. More ghosts and like t- just like two guys ride out to his castle t- to meet him. And um, we get this whole, you know, view of Winterfell or wherever the hell we're supposed to be in Senred's castle. They ride up through the courtyard, they go inside, and then we see Senred. And like I said, he's supposed to kind of, he's supposed to have hot guy energy. I'm not, I don't think, I don't personally think that Senred's got hot guy energy, but he's got the hair and the swords on his back. I'm like, okay, this guy's supposed to be cool. Chris, um, this is this is literally the guy that plays Lucifer in the TV show Lucifer. This is Tom Ellis. No way. Yeah. No this, way. This is that dude. But he's he's kind of hot as Lucifer. I don't think he's that hot as Senred. Uh, so this this dude he has. a straight man. <laughs> this, I think this dude has hot boy energy. I feel like he's a hot boy. Mm. Um. <laughs> just like the 90s rap used to rap about he's a hot boy yeah yeah, yeah. all right all right he does have two swords that's something uh, yeah. anyway more ghost comes in she kind of gives him shit she's like you're a coward you didn't come meet me at the border um but anyway you you get to understand that they're almost sort of flirty with each other they clearly know each other they have a history um but it's time to talk about uther and more ghost fills senred in and th- again we've heard about this dude for you know the whole show every time they've talked about the enemy king it's always senred um and yeah uh, camelot is weak now she says it's ripe for the taking so we gotta we gotta move and senred he still is like even with uther out of the picture you know camelot like the fortress itself is still impregnable like we're not going to be able to get in there this is their helm's deep she, he says and yeah. she goes i don't understand i don't, understand. Means, I don't but... get that reference yeah can you can you just not explain but, it to me and just uh invade this other kingdom for me that's what i would really prefer please you just, to do i don't that. want an explanation i yeah, just yeah. want you to, to do this yeah just uh, do the thing she... i um i do want to mention this you mentioned this earlier but uh this is the first time we see morgos uh, morgos all armored up in this episode and mm-hmm. she she looks fucking dope <laughs> there's several scenes yeah. of her like slow-mo getting off of a horse where she just looks fucking cool and like man Everybody's why don't we hotness increases by at least 10 percent when you put we need armor. more women with swords and more women with armor because yes we do um I'm absolutely waiting for merlin do. to get some armor dude i don't the, think it's gonna happen but i'm waiting for it. the things that merlin does as he in, in future episodes is the thing that he does the very specific thing that he does is uh-huh, so uh-huh. fucking fantastic and great that i cannot wait to get to it because it literally it made me cackle out loud when i first saw it i was so happy about it so i can't they don't not only do they commit to doing it once but they do oh, it several times it's, se- it's, it's, it's oh, a, every it's... single time yeah oh my god and then it, gets, it becomes like a thing with one of the characters oh it's so, it's so fucking good um Anyway, uh, they do all of this stuff. They have this conversation. Yeah, she tells him that hey, I got an insider. I got a spy in the midst. We uh, we go back to to, to Arthur, who is uh, reporting to Uther that hey, like we've heard that Sinred is gathering an army. We've seen him taking a bunch of mercenaries, uh, but unfortunately, Uther is having another attack. And uh, this is an extended scene of him slowly attack. seeing a small, the ghost of a small child. Uh, drenched yeah. in water, dripping on the floor that nobody else very can spooky, see. Very spooky, very season two supernatural. Very season two supernatural. And uh, and again, like the, the restraint is really impressive here because they don't make the kid like go do all of like the flickering ghost stuff. It's just, mm-hmm. we, it's very clear that Uther can see him. Nobody else can. Everybody else is reacting to Uther kind of freaking out. And Uther is slowly, but surely like losing control of himself. Like he starts screaming, leave me alone, get out of here. Um, eventually, uh, Sirloin and or I think Gaius and Arthur like grab 
Uther and like usher him out of the room because of course they don't want to see they don't want the court to see that their king is fucking nutso. Um, yeah. And then we crash cut to Gaius and Merlin and Merlin asking like, "Hey, that was weird." And Uther, excuse me, Gaius telling Merlin that back in the day, back in the purge, oh, yeah. Uther would just drown children. That just had that just were born of magic users that had never used magic. He would just drown innocent children in wells, just to just to get rid of the magic people. Yeah. And this, we we complain about this how the show goes over the top on Uther's wrongdoings to the point where you sympathize with Morgana. Uh, to, to where you're like you kind of mm-hmm. feel like she's maybe in the right when she's doing all of this stuff. And like, mm-hmm. why is Merlin enabling a, a child murderer? Like you really have to like why is my hero enabling a child murderer to be on the yeah. fucking throne of Camelot? Like it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Uh, this is just so fucking horrifying. Like, I feel like they thought that they were this would be like a throwaway thing, and that I'm taking it very, a lot more seriously than, than it is. But Jesus fucking Christ! It can't be a throwaway thing when they show us the dead child. That's true. Yeah, I, I, they showed us. They showed the water dripping off this little boy's hands. Did you have the reaction yeah. I did to this? Like, were, did you were you like, oh my god, this is fucking horrible? I went, I went yeah. Yeah, no, that, mm-hmm, that makes sense. I actually, weirdly, because I, I hadn't before guys told us this, I was like, did he have, like, another child? Did his wife have another child? Is this just specifically tied to her? Cause that's who I thought the first person was. I still, um, I, I think it was, right? What? Uh, mm. No. He was calling her name. I got confused. Yeah. Anyway, but after the fact, when... um. Gaius was like, no, it was just, uh, it was, it was genocide. That included the kids too. I go, oh right, no, 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 of course, of course totally. it does. Yeah, no, no, of totally, course, totally, yeah, yeah. Totally. makes yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From what I know of Uther, that makes perfect sense. Yes, absolutely. No, 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 totally, totally, totally. Uh, Gaius is not worried about being a party to fucking child <laughs> Listen, homicide. Anyway, forget the genocide, Merlin. We have other things to deal with. Have you swept the lab yet? Have you swept the lab? Have you cleaned my eel tank, Merlin? I don't see any eels on you, which means that my eel tank is dirty. Uh, just then, the alarm bell sounds, uh, and the guard that Morgana killed was found. Um, and we go through a quick number of scenes to the point where Gaius is back in the throne room, uh, handing over the knife that was used to kill him to Arthur, uh, and says that it has the sigil of the blood god, uh, which is traditionally the one that protects like the women of the forest or whatever, like whatever Morgos and Morgana are from. Uh, so Gaius believes that there's a traitor in their midst, and then reveals something shocking that the century the guy that was stabbed and thrown off the parapet is alive goop boy is, has yeah. survived the Dude, fall I, I love a good wait but they're alive but twist. That's a, a, it's always fun uh they but, don't linger on it though because morgana's like oh he's alive give me one second please yeah i gotta uh can we can we can, i just gotta go to the bathroom real quick i'll be right back <laughs> yeah yeah um she just immediately, like, she starts bugging. She scoots off to the lab, finds the wounded sentry, finds a bottle of poison. I don't think it's the same one that was used against her, but it's a bottle of poison. And then we just see her sneaking off. Uh, and when Merlin and Guy, it's just like like that, like, boom, she kills him. Uh, and then Merlin and Guy arrive home a little while later, and they find the man dead. I am always a little bit, this is not important, but I'm always a little bit confused about the layout because it makes it seem like they're in a corridor of the castle and then they open the door and they arrive at the mm-hmm. lab. But I always thought that the lab was like outside the castle, like 
I've always I've always little... assumed uh, I had to go to a courthouse this week to do like file some paperwork for my job, which is a really weird thing. And they told me to go to the clerk of court's office and like I walk in. Number one, they made me take off my belt, which I thought was like, where, where, like who is who is attacking like, the courthouse? Right, well, but whatever. Just so you know, the, the pants are coming. The pants are coming. The pants going to be this is going to be a tricky situation if I have to also hold that bin and go through the metal detector. I'm just saying. Uh but I had a problem finding the clerk of court's office, and it was because it was in the basement. And I don't traditionally look for stuff in basements because we don't uh-huh. have basements down here. Uh, and I feel like the lab, no, because we see it, it can't be a basement because we see like sunlight streaming through the windows. So you're right. I have no idea where the lab is in relation to the, to the castle. Who knows? It's probably in the basement. I don't know. At <laughs> um, one time, I had to go to a courthouse too, other than jury duty, was also in a in a basement. I had to wait to get about a, a ticket I was given because I hit a patch of ice and crashed my fucking car oh no and then they were like a cop tried to break my window open um violently because he said you were trying to flee the scene i was like brother i was not trying to flee the scene. <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying, trying to go nowhere ice. i'm just trying to get trying to, <laughs> trying to get off this ride <laughs> I, like, I just called my dad to come pick me up i'm in the middle uh, of the street homie this is this is just dangerous uh yeah. yeah i got i had to go to court over it i got off scot-free just in case anyone's curious <laughs> it was in a basement anyway Anyway, where are we in this in this whole situation? I have no idea. I know that we're about to get back to that goopy, goopy effigy. Yes. Um, so Morgana, okay. Morgana, so, Morgana yeah. goes to the lab. She uh, sees that the dude is alive. Uh, she quickly finds the poison. She yeah. kills his ass. Uh, kills his home. ass. Nothing. Gaius and Merlin come home and are like, "Whoops, uh, he, that guy's dead. We probably should have left a guard." Whoa! Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Nameless dark. Nameless guard. Yeah. Um, Jeez. They that and then night, for some reason Merlin goes to this is where we that's why we got confused because it's so out of character that what Merlin goes to tuck Uther in that night <laughs> he's bringing um, him a potion like he's got like a little bottle with him so Gaius <laughs> Gaius sent him up there he didn't just go visit did you really think that Merlin just, just went to be like I just thought what's he doing like I figure okay he's going to investigate but gotta like, what's do the pretense gotta do some tuckies <laughs> some kingy um, tuckies like he goes to the guards at the door and he's just like oh they sent me to tuck him in I, yeah like, I just oh, okay. I, I need to go in there and just make sure that his shoulders are warm. <laughs> um, and then he's the only one who notices this fucking big goopy mess under the bed where this this uh, mandrake effigy has been has been tied and it's just like it's so goopy dude that like, goopy's the only word it's it's, this, it's this so big, bad goopy. it's so gross black liquid dripping off of this and it's every time it hits the ground it's like and as um it's just this as gross sound as he notices it he like gets down on the floor and sees it under the bed uh, and just then Morgana kind of strolls in. So he very quickly hides under the bed uh, from whoever it is. He doesn't see her yet. And she just kind of blindly reaches under, grabs it, and marches out as he like spies from underneath the bed. Um, and as she's starting to leave the castle, presumably to get more more goop, uh, he follows her. And there's a yeah. next... She's got to go get gooped up, yeah. It's wild to me that Merlin manages to cram so much that as it does in 45 minutes. Because, uh, again, like this is an extended... like. I'm following you scene, right? Like we talk, we, yeah. you talked about the night filter and like, this is a lengthy, like I'm, you know, she's looking back and I'm hiding it's, around the it's corner. It's a whole stealth sequence. Yeah. yeah. It's a whole stealth sequence. Um, and he follows her out to the woods where she meets Margos. More medieval metal gear music. Um, she tells Margos or Margos says like, Sinred's coming. Uh, Merlin gets a little closer so he can listen. And then Morgana is like, Hey, uh, everything is going super good, but Merlin suspects me. 
uh and Morgana's Morgana's just like well what do we need to do with deal with deal with him and (laughs) Morgana's just like nothing because he's here and I was like got him fucking twist dude this is great (laughs) come on out Merlin hey Hey, come on down all the all the all the people in her band start clapping he's like what the what the fuck is going on (laughs) (laughs) um Merlin's very quickly uh he, he tries to run away but he's very quickly captured um Still won't use this magic. Of course seems. not. Yeah, yeah. Everybody. I mean, it's weird who and who we will and won't run, use this magic in front of, but because this seems like a definite magic situation to me. But what do I this know? This seems like okay. You've been caught by two magicians, for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. The better term is sorceress, but magicians because it's degrading. And you still won't use your magic, bro. Like now's the time. Now's the time. Lancelot can see your magic, but the magicians can't. Exactly. Uh, we cut over to Arthur, um, where he is trying to get a handle on the kingdom now that Uther is, is too sick to leave his bed. Uh, when Gaius shows up and is encouraging Arthur to uh, basically take on the role that's his this is that's his role to take on his role yeah. as the as the regent hey, king. We need a leader right now. The council is a little bit worried about Uther, and uh, Arthur doesn't take this well. You know, he's shaken by seeing his father in this way. Um, for all of Uther's faults and all of Arthur's faults. You know, this is still his father, and he can't help but be extremely affected by this. And um, he he's like, I'm not going to usurp my father. I'm not going to just like give up on him and assume that he's that he's dead. And and you know, I'm not doing that. So we he will get better, and we're going to have to wait and see. And he goes so far as to accuse Gaius of, of being a traitor, like uh, or treason, yeah. as, because Gaius talked to the small council about it. He talked to the court about it. And yeah. and you know, I, this is one of those narrative things where like. Arthur, like you can just lead the kingdom, <laughs> like you yeah. can just if he gets better, you can give it back. <laughs> like what do you do? What, right. Why? Why? That's exactly what. Like they yeah. just need like your help, right? Now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, this is a temporary role. Like you can put King Pro Tim if you want to at the end of this. Like it's no big deal. Um, meanwhile, Merlin wakes up in some some cool looking chains and is put in front of Morgos, uh, who is questioning why Merlin keeps interfering with her plans. Like why is this servant boy willing to put his life on the line for Camelot and for King Arthur or for King? Uther. Merlin insists that he believes that Arthur will provide a fair and just world. And uh she is like, Yeah, that's that's hundred percent not true. Like what do you what's what's the real thing? Uh and eventually yeah. like And she's like, Yeah, what do you you're gonna be the servant to the guy who's king? Do you think that's gonna make you special? And he just no. and he refuses to answer. And he's and she's like, Okay, well, I'm bored of this, so uh let me magic up your chains so you can't break them, and then we're just going to leave you here. And I thought as I was watching this, because I didn't remember any of the details from my first time through i was like man it really frustrates me when villains do like the i'm gonna kill you and they chain them up and just like leave them to die from exposure or whatever i'm like just fucking stab the dude if you want him to die uh but what actually happens is i guess the spell that she casts it summons a bunch of giant magical scorpions to come sting him to death and that is fucking rad that is so good was so surprised we see him there and you know we, we cut back and forth to a couple of different things but merlin is chained up in the woods and you think what's gonna happen how's he gonna escape is was he just gonna be left to die of exposure and then we just hear some rustling from far away and then the scene will cut away and then it'll cut back and the rustling is a little bit closer and then finally we see the pincers uh appear and i'm like oh my god are these are these magic snakes no 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 it's the magic scorpions that we encountered in the, in the previous season it's um, fucking hilarious dude these, these things is are great set by dozens of gigantic scorpions i love it team scorps all the way i am so so ready for this um they 
we we get some shots of Arthur moping, Morgana trying to comfort him. She promises to look after Arthur in this time of need. Uh, Merlin is is desperately trying to use magic to break away these chains. In between using magic to like push away the the scorpions, but it's not being very effective. Like he's not doing anything. So finally, he gets stung. It looks like by one of them, yeah, and he like yeah, slings it against a tree. Um, and realizing that he's in his last moments of desperation, he looks up and we hear him use the dragon voice we hear him call out um and somebody in our discord auntie l in our discord translated this for us um she also translated the uh the dragon speech from uh, the season two finale which i thought was pretty cool oh. um i didn't know dragon speech was a real language apparently apparently it's greek uh <laughs> oh. not, not, not even lying like it's, it's just old greek um in, in this cool. in the season finale he says Oh, dragon, I command you to stop this reign of terror. You have caused enough pain and suffering to these people. You must obey me and follow my will, for I have you under my power. You shall no longer bring death and destruction to this land. Um, That's dope. Here, he says, um, uh, Oh, dragon, now indeed I utter to you commands out of necessity. Which isn't isn't quite... (laughs) You know, a little less epic. A little less still epic. Cool. Still cool. yeah, still, it sounds still cool. a lot better in old Greek. So I wasn't expecting him to cash that check one episode later. You yeah, know? Me, the dragon was either. like, I owe you one, man. He's like, yep, but, um, uh, I'll be back. It ha- I mean, sure, it's been a year in their timeline. And maybe. Yeah, I, I guess I guess that five, is the case. But. Yeah, I, f- I, forget, I forget that we did jump a bunch of time. So uh, after he after he calls the dragon, he, he falls to the ground. Uh, we see Sinred marching. With what looked like, in, in the terms of scale that Merlin has shown us so far, this is may, might as well be three million soldiers. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. we just, we've yeah. never seen this many people on the fucking screen at one time before, Chris. It's, it's fucking crazy. crazy. It's crazy. This is like the the Battle of Five Armies or whatever. Yeah, like, man. This is so here. many people here. Uh, Morgos is watching through his crystal, uh, through her crystal, while, she, while he marches on Camelot. Um, and then we cut back over to Merlin. Uh, where we see the dragon just in the nick of time fly down, roast all the scorpion. It's it's scorpion meat for dinner, everybody. Uh, yeah, dude. And then he uh, picks up Merlin and flies away with him. And some uh, kind of sketchy looking CGI, but it's okay. It's Who a cares? little sketchy, but yeah. hey, it's the it's the it's, you know it's still fun. Um, it's cool. And you know you're thinking to yourself, oh, but that's that doesn't seem like the end of an episode. But you forgot at the very beginning, I said it's part one. So you're gonna have to wait till mm-hmm. next week to get the the. Find out. The last time what we got happens. a two-parter, it was the troll marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I bet there's going to be less farting and the tears of Uther Pendragon and part two. I just think so. I don't know why. As as much as there was a hell of a lot going on in this episode, this felt better as an episode of a, of a TV show because as much as the the Monster of the Week format that Merlin usually plays with, of course, building slightly over time. Um, as much as that's fun, it is also really cool and it helps the pacing when you feel like there's going to be more that that happens later and so like not every problem has been resolved here and it's going to lead into the next episode which you know plenty of tv shows do um and it's cool to finally see merlin doing a little bit of that and i know we're going to go back to the more episodic stuff but it's still the it, it changed the pacing of this a little bit um and I'm, I'm excited to see what happens next yeah it's um I feel like I've talked about this a bunch. We've talked about the budget getting expanded over time. Um, I think season four for me is where in my mind where that kicks off. I'll be curious if that starts sneaking up in season three a little earlier, because this already feels like it's um, obviously they've got two seasons under their belts. Like they know what they're doing. They've got the storyline that they want to go through. So it's, it's, it's very cool. And I just, I can't, I just absolutely can't wait to get to some of the meat of this thing. Cause I feel like there's so much good, good stuff from Merlin left. And yeah, yeah. 
Oh man, I just can't wait to get there. It's going to be so much fun. What a great episode. I mean, like it, it just it just juggles so many balls in the air at one time and then it has like the weird Merlin Arthur stuff and just I, I just it's so because they were just, you know, I honestly it does start to feel like they're pivoting. You know, they're they are moving towards a more serious fantasy show but they don't want to completely drop what they have been especially if they are going to shift back later this season to the more standard fare of merlin right uh you come back after a year of not being on on the air or longer i don't know how long they're off the air and uh you you, you go right into it great season opener but they got to put that merlin arthur stuff in there just to remind you like hey no no, no we're still it's still the same show we're still you know the things you love about it is are still here except for gwen she doesn't get to do anything in this episode um but but you know we are moving in a different direction, but what you love is still here. There we go. I tell you, Chris, they it, the air date of the season two finale was December nineteenth, two thousand nine, and this was September eleventh, two thousand ten. So that's a solid like nine months um, of yeah. presumably you know filming and production and things like that. Um, to which is I, in my mind, I'm like that's a long time, but also I'm just. I mean, like, there's been such huge gaps in, in TV shows lately. Like, I just, I don't, mm-hmm. my mind mm-hmm. is broken, I guess. Anyway, uh, thank you all for listening. I apologize for what's about to happen in the outtakes. I just want to say that in advance. I'm going to, I'm going to, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I was, I was being a real hater. So that oh, no, 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 Chris. Oh, that's, that was a funny bit. What I did while I was oh. waiting on you is, is, is borderlines on criminal. No one's going to like it. And I'm just going to, oh. I'm just, it's going to get us some, some, it's going to get us some feedback, I think. So just apologize ahead of time. Sorry about that. Put it um, after the credits. Play the play the editing music and then sneak it in. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna, it's going to be just going to slap it in there so I don't have to do a lot of editing. So it's going to be a it's fun like a, time. <laughs> treat it like a bonus track. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you for people leaving reviews and uh, reaching out to us on various social media platforms. We know that it's hard to watch along with this because this is the point where Merlin starts getting really good and you got to see those part twos. Uh, but when we understand, we forgive you your trespasses um, as you download us. Uh, that's, that's that saying from the Bible, right? We forgive you your no, trespasses not, yeah, as you download us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thank you to all the people over at patreon.com slash monster of the week that are continuing to support the show. We'll be back next week with the tears of Uther Pendragon part two. Did we join the cut at the same time? Yeah, we did. Oh. Wow. Are you on your are you on your bad Wi Fi? Oh no. And then Chris, Chris. Can you hear me? Yes. Uh, oh. There's robot Chris. There's T Pain Chris. Uh, oh. Wow. I just I listeners i'm going to leave because chris is recording now but i'm going to leave the audio that i'm capturing directly from the discord so you can hear what i hear when this happens just chris just roboting out oh chris is gone i will try to disconnect and
reboot the disco. Gonna reboot the disco. In a minute, I'm gonna need a woman about me. I'm gonna run out of it. I'm gonna need a Can you hear me now? Christopher Mosier. Hey, Chris. Hello, Chris. Is Chris there? Chris, it's me. It's child Jeremy. Hey, Chris, I just need you to teach you to teach me the ways of the world. Chris, how do I how do I buy cigarettes when I'm 12 years old? Chris, how do I how do I get the man at the Circle K to give me a cigarette? I would like to know. Cuz I'm child Jeremy. And this is probably not ever going to be heard by anybody cuz I'm mortified about the way it's going to sound after I get finished recording. But hey, Chris, I like your anime figs. Why why do all of the women have the big chest though? Is that is that a thing that you like or is that just a thing that that that, that, that is that how they come? I don't know. I'm child Jeremy. Chris, you sure do have a lot of swords in this room. Is that are these real swords? Could you could you fight a man? Have you ever fought a man, Chris? I don't I don't know if I believe that you've ever fought a man before with a sword. I mean, I'll believe you if you tell me because I am Child Jeremy. Just improving all this stuff by myself is really hard, Chris. So if you could, if you could come back to the Discord and maybe, maybe fix your stuff so we could talk about Merlin and I could tell you a funny story about my dad and, and Supernatural and the outtakes and you know just do the normal kind of stuff. Got, got some funny stories. But you're not e- you're not even in, in in the in the thing right now, Chris. Where'd you go, Chris? Chris, come back. Chris, Chris, come back to me, Chris. Hey, Chris. Chris, you're not even you're not even texting me, man. What's going on? Is it my fault? I don't think it's my fault. I can I can see stuff. I can like Discord seems like it's working for me, my man. Everything. Oh God, this voice is getting my dogs all hepped up for some reason. Now they want to come and hang out with me. That's that's not cool. Yeah, that Discord's working fine for me, Chris. I'm a little bit worried. I'm kind of transitioning into a South Park voice right now, but I'm not going to say anything like racist or dumb. So I, th- I think I'm okay. Chris, can I use your sword to chop down a tree in my yard? That'd be pretty fun, Chris. Chris, Chris, tell me what what's what's how do how do you pronounce Worcestershire? I don't I don't know. It's kind of like math. I don't I don't. It's I have a hard time with those words with a lot of syllables. If you could, Chris, if you could just come back, that'd be. I wonder if you could hear me. I wonder if you have just given up at this point. Cause I've I've been recording like this for like five minutes. This is this is about the extent of my improv ability, Chris. Chris, I am I Chris, I'm oh, he texted me. I worked in here with no issues earlier today. I don't know, Chris. It's the afternoon Wi-Fi problems. Sometimes just just the, the internet just kinda hates you, my man. What's uh what are you gonna do next, Chris? Is there a manga we could read about it? That'd be pretty cool. 
never quite got used to reading manga, like kind of, you know, backwards from Western comics. That that was a real hard time. And then and then I was reading some mature material that I probably shouldn't be reading because I'm child cheer me. And there were there were boobs and berserk, Chris. I don't know if you know that or not. Not just man boobs either, just actual women's boobs. It was it was it was a very shocking experience for child Jeremy. <laughs> Fuck, I can't keep that up. Uh that was Whew. Really, my dogs were really losing it at that. That's very funny. They were thinking that that was directed at them, and I don't even talk to my dogs that way. I've never think I've ever talked that way in my entire life. <clears throat> do, do, do. I wonder if I should read some more Star Wars poetry. Do we have anything like that? Oh, you know what? You guys, I saw something today um, that was horrible that I would like to just read you. I'm not going to make you listen to the music, but I'll I'll read you the lyrics. Um, so, <laughs> wow, I didn't I didn't see the update to this. This is very hilarious. Um, so Space Force. The ill-named uh, space organization that America has created released a theme song. In the Hello. oh hey, oh this is so fucking annoying. I was just about to read everybody the lyrics to the Space Force theme, um, but now now oh, I heard like a half clip of that earlier. Uh-huh, it's just fucking awful, cr- cringy as hell. Awful. Did you see the official response when it got like you know dunked online? No. <laughs> they, they replied, it's not a banger. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, I think it was when Mike Eagle was like, why does it sound like this from like 1750? Like, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It doesn't have to. It could still sound like. It could sound like a modern song. Like it doesn't have it to. It could sound like a modern military song. Like, I'm pretty sure like kids in high school who do band could like show you something mm-hmm. better than this. We're the watchful. Uh, we're the mighty watchful eye, guardians beyond the blue, the invisible front line, warfighters, brave and true, boldly reaching yeah. into space. There's no limit to our sky. Standing guard both night and day. We're the space force from on high. Mm-hmm. Virginity is a requirement to join. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you have to prove listen, that you have never. Listen. listen. I'm in like an unfathomably bad mood, so I think the only way for me to get out of it is for me to be a hater. Okay. On today's episode. You're gonna you're gonna hate. This <laughs> is a really good episode to be a hater about. Are you sure you want to you want to go? No, that not way? to Merlin. Just to like. Oh, just don't. You know, you just know like stuff. You meet, when you meet a hater, and okay. like you're like, wow, I don't like that guy's toxic. I don't want him in my crew. All right, all right. Let's. That's me today. I'm let me be a let, let, let's get some let's get some of the vitriol out. I will. I'm gonna give you a thing, and you can hate on it as much as you yeah. want to. Are you ready? So, yeah. When people talk about, oh, this one's for my haters. What they're they're talking about me. Yeah. So uh, the first thing I want you to hate on, and if you don't actually mm-hmm. hate on these things, you can just say pass, and we'll we'll move on, mm-hmm. and then you, I'll mm-hmm. know that you love it, and I'll make fun of you for that. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's start with Ford Malibus. Ford Malibus um, available all across the country. That's dumb. Call it a Ford America, not a Ford Malibu. Next question. Okay. <laughs> well, I didn't realize we were going to go that fast. Uh, guys that smoke too much weed. It, sh- come on. Come on, you burnouts. Do something with your life. <laughs> As if I have room to talk. But I'm a hater on this You're one. a hater. I'm yeah, a hater. Absolutely. I'm a hater. Why are you so chilled out for, man? Like... <laughs> 
This shit to be this shit to hate on. This shit to be mad about. Why are you so relaxed over there? I don't like it. Pass. Uh, wait, I mean, uh, wait. spoken spoken word poetry. Dude, I didn't know that I hated spoken word poetry until I went to like a slam poetry thing in college. And my senior year of college, I've ma- I made some really good friends in the English department. You know, we'd all been in the small department at the college, so that we were, we became tight knit. All these different types of people. By that last year, we had so many classes together. We've been through thick and thin. We became tight knit, and everybody was like, "Let's go to the slam poetry thing." And I was like, "Ah, oh, I'm like feeling it. Like I'm in like I'm having like the liberal arts college experience right now." And I went in there, and kids started doing their fucking slam poetry, and they were doing this. And I, mm-hmm. dude, it made me sick to my stomach. I was so fucking mad. Okay, I'm a hater, dude. I'm a hater <laughs> to my hater. core. Um, Save that for the theater department, all right? Um, over the counter medicine that you have to give your ID for, <laughs> dude. I'm not like I'll die. I'll die <laughs> rather than take that. Okay, put it on the shelf where I can get it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. going to self checkout, mm-hmm. and if not, I'll die. Off brand soda. Dude, I feel like I get rock cut just thinking about it. You know what I mean? Like, just spend the extra 99 cents or whatever it is, you know? Don't, you know, it's going to rot your gut either way, but one's quicker than the other. So maybe maybe this is more efficient. Uh, men. <laughs> get me away from them, dude. I'm one right now, and I'm feeling all of these man feelings, uh-huh, and I don't uh-huh. like any of them. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, guys who host a podcast that pretend to have a little child voice when their co-host is having a uh, problem with their connectivity. Dude, that's freaky, man. <laughs> I mean, it's weirdly specific, but I think you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about. It's a little freaky. It feels like this is... Um, a series that you and I have been working on, um, <laughs> just a little like behind the behind the scenes mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. A written comic book series called Young Joker, yes. the Young Joker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and he does a sort of like a little baby voice. Yeah, when he little baby Joker. Um, yeah, little baby Joker, the Young Joker. It's like mm-hmm. Young Sheldon. Yeah, mm-hmm. very similar. We're pitching it mm-hmm. to to Warner Brothers. It's actually um, played by the guy, the little kid that plays Young Sheldon. So that's going to be a pretty exciting. It's exciting it's a moment. cool. It's yeah, it's a cool crossover. I He's think. a method actor, um, you know that kid, that that little is. baby kid that I am sure yeah. absolutely he, exists. He became a real nerd for that. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen seen a single whole episode of. Uh, uh, Big Bang Theory, so I would I would never ever watch Young Sheldon. Like the whole idea, it really th- just repulses me. But I will tell you, um, uh, our our fellow Discord friend uh, Nissa turned me on to the Flight Attendant on HBO Max that stars. Yeah, uh, does that also star Young Sheldon? No, no, it stars Kaylee Kawako. Kawako. I don't know her. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Um, but it's the chick from big bang theory and she's great she's fantastic in this show like amazing which one um is she the one who's like a like leg- legitimate like genius or is she i don't, I don't um, never, I only, never I seen only, the episode no I don't there's know. two women on big bang uh-huh. there's the genius and i hate to be reductive like this but there's the genius and, and the, there's the blonde and, 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 yeah. i don't know their names she's the blonde one yeah yeah she's the blonde one. <laughs> okay, okay i don't even i don't even have to know about the other chick to, to know it's the blonde one. <laughs> yeah the other chick i think was like it's like a something crazy like mit scientist or something i don't know i say i don't know a lot about big bang theory other than there's a real genius on there and bazinga and and bazinga bazinga and they make more money than god yeah they they make a significant amount of money it's um it's weird that sitcoms become so popular like they, they get that that huge like it just happens i don't i don't know it's just because like, strange. We, we forget you know we think of our our niches of stuff mm-hmm. um and like you know our twitter circle has like a certain specific view 
of supernatural, right? And then we forget that there's like the just thousands or millions, literally millions of people who just like have the TV on all day in the background or whatever and this is it it's no there's no discourse on twitter they don't like put thought into things they're just, they're just like, there two and a half men is the best show of all time because the funny man make me go ha ha and that's it can i can i tell um, you a recent supernatural experience i had um yeah i uh had some downtime with my dad which is always an interesting thing like we were just sitting in his house just me and him um he was like hey can you go ahead and sign me into your disney plus account like that kind of stuff like there was nothing going on like we had nothing nothing to do um and so here comes the questions are you still doing the podcasting thing oh yeah still doing the podcasting thing uh you know do you make any money off of that i'm like yeah we have a patreon set up and i you know i have a i'm associated with a different thing so yeah i I bring some money and nothing like hugely consequential but you know we really appreciate the the people pay us and all that stuff but you gotta like talk around it because it's your dad so you gotta make it seem like you're impressive yeah yeah i'm like you know, it's 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 beer and video game money, and I, I spend a lot of it. Don't want to uh, oversell it, but you also don't want to undersell it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I said, you know, I spend a lot of it on commissioning like art and music for the podcast. And he's like, "What do you mean you commission music?" And I'm like, "Well, like we're doing a Merlin show, and we commissioned a song uh, that would is, we just did a cover of Jolene." And he's like, "Well, I want to listen to it. Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I do it? Can I get it on Spotify?" And I was like, "No, it's it's very legal. The things that we were doing, we are." The fact that we could even yeah. get away with this on YouTube is kind of blowing my mind. It's just flying under that radar. Uh, but uh. but he was like, well, show me the video you did, because I had mentioned I did a video for it. I'm like, okay, cool. So we loaded up YouTube. Uh, and surprisingly, he was like, well, this is very cool. And I'm like, yeah, we also did Torn and November Rain and Careless Whisper. And he's like, well, you got to show me Careless Whisper. And I'm like, okay, cool. He's like, you got a sax guy? And I'm like, I don't have a sax guy, but my buddy Dylan had a sax guy, and he, he fucking nailed it. So I put, I t- put, put on Careless Whisper, um, which Berlin people may or may not know this for Monster of the Week, but uh, Carol- we did it. We called it uh, Careless Hunters, and it was basically a video about uh, – uh, Castiel getting kind of uh, having a, a, a troublesome relationship with Dean and Sam having a troublesome troubling troubling relationship with Rowena, uh, and it's like a five minute song. So he's like watching all of this stuff, uh, and then he wants yeah. to see the next one, um, and then the next one he says, "Hey, pause it." And so I pause it. And he goes, "Is this a is this a British show?" And I said, "No." <laughs> and I'm thinking like, what in the world? And this is all like clips up from Supernatural, right? Like this is all clips from the show. Like at this point, I've seen him hunks of summer so he's seen anything from season one to season like 14 right he's seen everything mm-hmm. um he goes okay keep playing keep playing uh and then like at one point during one of the songs he, he looks at me and goes man these guys sure do hug a lot and i'm like yeah, yeah they do <laughs> they do hug a lot and he goes okay pause it who's that guy and i'm like well that's that's dean he's the older brother and he goes, okay and the other guy and i'm like that's sam that's the younger brother who's that guy and i said that's an angel from the lord castiel <laughs> Which, out of context, sounds totally dumb. Like, it just has no... Pause it again. Who's that? That's Rowena. Who is she? She's a witch that's, like, 300 years old. Also, like, kind of the queen of hell or something. Um, And then he says, you know, uh, I I haven't really been public about this, but my dad is going through a procedure uh, soon, so he's going to be stuck in a hospital for, like, two and a half months. And uh, so he's gathering stuff to watch on and and read and just kill time with. Uh, So he says, like... Man, I'm, I might I might have to watch this show. This I don't think I've ever heard of it. And I like look over, and just to the right of his TV is his like stack of Blu-rays, uh, which is all like Father Father's Day presents, and then the Supernatural mm-hmm. season one Blu-ray that I gave him that I let him borrow <laughs> specifically to try to get him in the show. And I'm like, Dad, you have it right there. And he's like, Oh, oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Uh, huge dad energy. Yeah, huge, huge dad, dad energy. energy. And so he's like, well, I'm going to watch this. It's on Netflix. And I'm like, yep. And I, I was like, yep, it's it's a... And then he started asking me, like, what's the premise of the show? And I was like, oh, it's two dudes and they, they hunt different monsters every week. And he's like, so it's like a monster of the week. And I'm like, I don't think he intended the joke. I, yeah. I think he was yeah. just literally asking. Like, I don't know uh-huh. throughout the whole thing. I don't know that he ever clocked that that was the name of the podcast. So anyway. It just incredible dad encounter right there if you ask me my dad has often asked me to because he did watch supernatural he doesn't know what merlin is he's asked me about a hundred times what's the show you're doing merlin dad like you know like king arthur you know who merlin is <laughs> there's a there's a tv show about him yeah oh yeah yeah i think i've seen that no you haven't um, <laughs> no you haven't he absolutely has not <laughs> but uh yeah he, he has many times been like what's the uh he'll be like i'll see his facebook is open we'll be out at a restaurant and he'll have his phone up on facebook and he goes oh well, so what's the name of your what's the name of your podcast i'm like i don't know what you're about to post on facebook right now but, but i'm not absolutely do not yeah <laughs> i am not telling you absolutely not uh no no thank one of their you know one of my parents friends will probably listen to it and then they'll be like what what is the this fuck? yeah i um, <laughs> it'll get back to my parents uh, yeah it's not no, nothing good comes from the outtakes of any of these podcasts though and i don't think anybody would listen that far i think that anybody who doesn't genuinely like merlin or, or supernatural would just be like wow these guys just these guys are just making jokes and telling me what happens on a tv show why am i listening to this yeah, i yeah. could just watch the tv show yeah. and make my own jokes right hey that's true that is true <laughs> My um uh, Jess's brother listened to an episode and he told me and he was like, "Not to be weird, but um, I listen to one of your podcasts." And he was like, "I'm probably not gonna listen anymore." I was like, "That's all yeah, right. that's that's totally fine. That's cool." Yeah, <laughs> he was like, "It's cool that you do that," but I was like, "It's all good." Yeah, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch Supernatural. You have no reason to listen to it. I appreciate you checking it out. I guess there's a bunch of jobs out there. I think not that this is a job, but I mean, I mean, you know, it's not a job for you and I, right? Like, uh, but there's a yeah. bunch of different things that people do that I think people want to be excited about you doing like, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. Oh, it's cool that you run a marathon, but like, if I was running marathons and I was like, hey, Chris, come to my marathon, he'd be like, mm, nah, I'm good. (laughs) It's cool that you do that, but I don't really want to participate. Yeah. If you're not like deep on Twitter, um, and you hear somebody does a uh, podcast, you're like, oh, that's kind of like a, a novelty thing. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. I kind of want, I'm interested in that. We got, we definitely got that a lot when we started, our video game podcast back in the day because it was like you know all of us were friends from from real life from high school mm-hmm. so other people would find out about it and be like wait those guys have a podcast what that's crazy and you listen to it and you'd be like it's not crazy yeah it's not what crazy it's literally why we didn't session of us hanging out it's literally it's why we didn't sit with them in the lunchroom in the cafeteria like, wait you guys have people from england who listen to your podcast like yes the four like four of them. that four of them and they're all very friendly with one another and we all know yeah, each other we're just, yeah I um although that was the funniest part of of when we first started doing it and even now or at the beginning of Supernatural or Monster of the Week rather finding out people like oh somebody from Germany just messaged us oh we just heard from somebody in this country or this country and um realizing that like oh this is so far beyond like us I mean you even you and I are on like opposite ends of the country it's yeah, just it's yeah. that stuff used to really blow my mind I um it's it's it still does like we got an email from a lady in Germany 
who just said like, Hey, found your podcast. Really love it. It's, it's so good. It's so fun, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm just like, it was the same day we got the bad review for monster of the week, which was not even, which is like a, just such a, like a, just a, not even a real bad review. They were still rather complimentary. (laughs) Yeah. Great great show. Great podcast. Enough with the extreme politics. Well, all right. We disagree, Uh, but thank you for the compliment. (laughs) The, uh, the best worst comments I got from that, because I made a little TikTok video on the monster of the week account. Um, and the best and worst comments were like, I don't think he knows what extreme political views are. And I'm like, I know, like, we're not even, we're just literally like just the most like baseline liberal. <laughs> like we're not extreme at all. We're not come town or anything. Like we're not, we're not weirdos about this stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I don't know what I was saying, but uh, anyway, I'm a hater. That's, can we circle back to that? Oh yeah. Uh, what about one star podcast reviews? Dude, one star podcast reviews are okay. If they're a little bit complimentary, mm-hmm. but we, again, it keeps me awake at night. The really, really flattering, nice, through and through review that we have that's like this podcast makes me laugh so much it's just it's nothing but compliments all the way through one star dude what happened yeah we do have did you hand slip we, we, how did it end up like we this? Do, I, I think her name is cheryl i think I, I keep, i've made the joke several times like cheryl come back and update these stars come girl back, please please <laughs> If you hate us, then you got to update the review a little bit. Um, let's uh, let's talk. Yeah, let's talk I, about Merlin because I I actually okay. did like a solid seven minutes of a bit while you were having connective problems. So we have oh, we have twenty five minutes. I of, while I was while I was slamming shit, did you hear that? In the I, I heard nothing. No. Oh, I was so mad. I threw my water bottle on the floor, <laughs> and I felt a lot better actually. Um, you geek. <clears throat> so, violence is the answer. <laughs> violence is the only answer. Merlin, 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 I'm begging from me. 